Hi there! Welcome to Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. We are a soul-winning ministry who seeks to equip and disciple people to do the Great Commission. May this message breathe hope and life to your soul. If you haven't already, kindly share this to your family and friends on social media. Today's weekly message will be shared by Pastor Leia Hope Badoy. Be blessed! Let's get on to the sharing of the word. The title of the preaching today is Cultivating a Culture of Honor. Say with me, honor. Say it aloud, honor. Today, we live in a society that do not put a high mark on honor. The world has changed and with it comes an infusion of a toxic culture. Honor seems to have to be a forgotten virtue. We see children disrespect their parents. They mock their parents. We see couples dishonor one another. And you know, there's a lot of trash talk. There's a lot of bullying. There's a lot of bashing. And some people are normalizing it. No, it is not normal. It is unbiblical. It is not right. You know, television shows, tabloids, and radios are completely saturated with dishonor. And so this toxic culture is riddled with hate, retaliation, cancel culture, shaming, mocking, and disrespect. You know, social media is flooded with contents that promotes bullying, bashing, mocking. And people have become rude. People have become intolerant, hateful, and scornful. And, you know, the, 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 the culture of dishonor, this dishonor prevails in the entertainment industry, in social media arguments, and political discourse. Now, what we see is a culture of hate, a culture of retaliation, a culture of shaming, and a culture of dishonor. On the other hand, the culture, the kingdom of God operates on another culture. We call it the, cult the culture of honor. Honor is one of the more important values in the kingdom of God. Romans 12 then lays down the concept of the culture of honor. It says, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Friends, we need to redeem. We need to recapture. We need to restore. We need to cultivate a culture of honor. First of all, what is honor? What is the definition of honor? The word honor comes from the Hebrew word kabad, meaning to give weight, to esteem, to elevate in value, to hold in high regard something or someone. So honor is a behavior that recognizes, appreciates, respects, gives dignity, celebrates, and gives new worth to, gives due worth to someone. Honor means, listen to this, honor means that even in the face of trying situations, you remain to be grounded 
in the love of God. You remain to be honorable in your conduct. You remain to be glorifying to God. The culture of honor is a culture of heaven. The culture of honor is a culture of revival. Honor creates heaven on earth. Honor brings down heaven on earth. Now, who should we honor? Who should we honor? Friends, we honor all people. We honor all people. 1 Peter 2.17 says, Treat everyone with high regard. Love the brotherhood of believers. Fear God. Honor the king. Show proper respect to everyone. Love the family of believers. We are to honor everyone. Say with me, everyone. Honor all people, not just the good people, the powerful people, the rich people, the deserving people, the influential people, but honor all people. People who cannot help you. People who are messed up. People who are broken. The poor, the, the needy, the disadvantaged. People who are unable to give to you. People who are not able to do anything for you. Honor all people. Why cultivate a culture of honor? I will give you two major reasons why we need to honor. Number one, we honor because God commands us to honor all people. 1 Peter 2.17 says, honor everyone. All human beings are made in the image and likeness of God. And they are worthy of honor. And when we honor them, no matter who they are, we honor God. We honor their creator. Psalms 8.5, God has crowned humanity with glory and honor. I understand. Some people are toxic. Some people are difficult to honor. Some people are annoying, yet Scripture tells us to honor them. We honor everyone because, every, you know, we honor that person because that person is valuable. Imagine this, Jesus died for that person. The blood of Jesus was shed for that person. Therefore, that person is valuable. You honor them especially if the person is a believer. Because that person is a son and a daughter of the king. This, they may be fallen sinners. They may be flawed. They may be imperfect. They may be redeemed sinners. But they are children of God. And if you honor them, you honor their father in heaven. The Bible says, give honor where honor is due. What does it mean? That's right. We give honor where honor is due. Now, some people deserve an even greater level of honor because of what they have done. Generally, on the overall, we are to honor everyone. Amen? Can we say an amen to that? Number two reason why we must honor we give honor because receiving honor changes and empowers people for the better. 
There is nothing more powerful and life-giving than the bestowment of honor. It empowers people to step into new levels of anointing and authority. The culture of honor empowers and changes us. The culture of honor brings out the best in us. I'd like to recount a, a testimony of Danny Silk of the Bethel Church in California. You see, uh, Pastor Bill Johnson had to travel. And so he assigned Danny Silk to preach on that Sunday. Now, Danny Silk was a little bit new at uh, Bethel and he was feeling his way around. And so the style of Danny Silk when he preaches is that he shows excerpts of movie clips. And so when he preached, Danny showed an excerpt of the movie Matrix. And that was the part where the name of the Lord was used in vain. And so during the service, there was a hush. There was a tension. And Chris Vallotton, the, the pastor, OIC, just bowed down his head. And there was a woman that said, okay, that's it, I'm out. And she shoved out of the room. When Danny Silk realized what had happened, you know, imagine the shame and the disappointment that he felt. Parabang toink, epic fail. And so, sabi niya, di nagyod ko siguro makawali. But you know what? He was so surprised. Because a few days after, when he met Pastor Bill Johnson, Bill said to him, Danny, could you preach again next Sunday? And Danny Silk felt, Danny Silk felt, wow, this is huge. Like, this great man of God is honoring me with his trust. You know, Pastor Bill Johnson was honoring Danny Silk despite and in spite of his shortcomings. And you know what? Today, Pastor Danny Silk is one of the senior pastors and the big guns of Bethel. Praise God. Can we give God a clap of praise? You know, when Lighthouse started, Pastor Latour and I tried to model the culture of honor. Kami ang naguna ba? Giunahan namo. And, uh, you know, we would treat people on their birthdays. We would give them gifts on their birthdays. We would honor them in the life group and have come up with a celebration. We would shower them with words of honor. And then, you know, in many occasions, we would sow, we would love on them, we would honor them and just give value to them. And you know what? Whenever we do that, you know, our disciples, you know, you, you can just imagine that their face lights up. Something would come alive in them. And then they're like flowers that blossom whenever they are honored. It's so powerful. And then years, you know, the years after that, here at Lighthouse, so when people started to give back to us, they started to honor us. So sometimes they would give us envelopes. They would give us love gifts. And, you know, they would go to the house, bring like, fruits or vegetables and then during our birthdays they would come up with these really nice and touching messages that really touches us to the core and you know every occasion they give us gifts you know what's the impact grabe ang impact sa amuan ni pastor latour makabuhi og espiritu usahay maulaw ka kay kagalami sa ilang mga ginapanulti oy lami kay ilang mga messages and sometimes aloy na pud baya mi palpak but the gestures are so life-giving, makes me want to serve better. It makes me want to become a better pastor. It makes me want to over-deliver. 
You see, listen to this. Honor empowers. Honor calls out the greatness in people and inspires them to walk in new level of anointing and authority. Are we learning something? Say amen if you do. Now, there are different ways to honor people. You don't need to spend much to honor people. A little gesture, a little effort can bring much delight to other people. There are different ways to demonstrate honor. Some of them, loving on purpose, giving grace and understanding, affirmation, giving time, praying for people, giving attention, appreciation, forgiveness, releasing blessing, rendering service, extending hospitality, giving of gifts, giving recognition, taking time to listen, giving invitation, taking time to visit, Keeping a word, fulfilling a promise, overlooking an offense, acts of kindness, trusting a person, extending patience. There's so many things that we can do or say or give that honors the person around us. You know, honor looks like a lot of things. It is a hard attitude. And we can always find ways to honor people around us. Now, the call to honor. God calls us to honor people. The Bible is filled with commandments of honoring different people in our lives. I'd like to give you a few. Number one, honor God. First Samuel 2.30, those who honor me, I will honor. Revelations 5.12, he is worthy to receive honor, glory, and praise. So how do we honor God? We honor God with our time. We honor God with our talents. We honor God with our body. We honor God with our finances. We honor God in what we say. We honor God in what we do. Let me ask you, how are you honoring God in your life. You have to learn to honor God. Honoring others would be so difficult if in the first place you don't know how to honor God. Number two, honor your father and mother. Can you say an amen to this? This is one command. That we never outgrow. You cannot say, I'm 40 years old now. Yes. I'm already 50 years old. Should I still honor my mama and papa? Yes. Honor your father and mother. Exodus 20, 12 says, Honor your father and mother that your days may be prolonged in the land which the Lord your God gives you. I understand. It may be difficult. No, this may be easy for some. It may be difficult for others. You know, it may be difficult to honor someone who has been cruel to you, who has been absent in your life. But still, we must come into alignment with the Word of God. Respect them anyway. Pray for them. Love them and honor them and let God do the rest. Amen? Number three, honor your spouse. 
Honor your wife. Honor your husband. 1 Peter 3, 7. Husbands, give honor to the wife. Ephesians 5, 33. Let the wife see that she respects her husband. See, honor does not criticize. Honor does not belittle. But honor builds up and puts value on people. And then number four, honor those who are older. This is something that this generation, the generation of today, needs to recapture. We are to respect the elderly. We are to honor the elderly. Leviticus 19.32 says, You shall rise up before the gray-headed and honor the aged. Number five, honor your children. Honor your children. Parents, you have to learn to give value to your children. You are expected to treat your children with respect and dignity. Ephesians 6, 4. Do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Number six. Honor your boss and your superiors. 1 Peter 2, 18. Servants, be submissive to your masters. Not only to the good and the gentle, but also to the harsh. You know... We are to give honor not only to the good bosses, not only to the gentle masters, but also to the harsh, the unfair, and the unpleasant superiors. Honor is not about your boss character. It is about your character. If you treat with, this res if you treat with respect, a dishonorable boss or superior, you will find favor with God. Of course, you don't need to stay working there, endure all the harsh treatment, but as long as you work there, be subject to their authority. Number seven, honor those under you. Ephesians 6, 9. And ye, masters, do the same thing unto them. Do not threaten, knowing that your master and their master is also in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. This is a call to all of us to treat everyone under our fold. Your subordinates, your members, your team. Celebrate them. Treat them with respect, give due worth to them. Treat them as valuable. Number eight, honor government officials. Romans 13, 1 to 2. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. If you want to see blessing and prosperity flow in your life, you have to learn to honor those in authority. 
What about ungodly authority? Pray for them. Instead of, you know, trash talking, instead of doing a lot of complaining, pray for them that we may have peace in the land. Number nine, honor civil authorities. Who are these? Uh, the civil workers, the police, the military. You know, Romans 13, 7 says, give respect and honor to those who are in authority. As believers, we are expected to honor and appreciate those who are serving in our society. In fact, be a blessing to them. Thank them for their service. And in doing so, you are obeying God's word and doing something that is pleasing to the Lord. And number 10, and the last, honor spiritual authorities in the local church. 1 Timothy 5.17, the elders who direct the affairs of the church are to be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who work hard at preaching and teaching. To receive blessing and reward, one key is to honor your spiritual leaders. Matthew 10, 41 to 42. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. So listen, when you honor a spiritual covering, when you honor the pastor, surely it will position you to receive a reward. I'd like us to take note of this. Double honor. Say with me, double honor. The only reference to double honor is the honor given to spiritual leaders. In all aspects of our relationships, God calls us to honor people. But when it came to those who but it when it comes to those who preach and teach his word. God said, give them double honor. Are we learning something? Can we give God a clap of praise? What are the rewards and promises of honor? Understand, honor has its rewards. Number one, miracles. Miracles are released when we walk in honor. Matthew 13, 57 to 58. A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his household. And he did not do many works there because of their unbelief. In this story, the people of Nazareth did not honor Jesus Christ. They were so familiar with him. They were so familiar with Jesus, they did not honor him. And because of that, Jesus did not perform mighty miracles in their midst. Understand, honor releases the supernatural grace of God to work in your life. Miracles are released when we walk in honor. Number two, success. The reward of honor, number two, success. Ephesians 6, 2 to 3. 
If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have a long life. Jesus clearly established the spiritual connection between honor and things working out in your favor. Number three, long life. Ephesians 6, 2-3, if you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you and you will have long life on earth. Who wants long life? Praise God. Alam nyo na ang gawin nyo. Then number four, provision and increase. Who wants provision and increase? Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first and best part of all your income. Then your barns will be full and your vats will overflow with fresh wine. You know, when people come and they say, you know, in our house, I, there's always luck. You know, I, I'm always running out of money. There's the spirit of poverty operating in my life. And the first thing I ask them, are you honoring God with your finances? Are you giving God what's due Him? Are you honoring God and giving to God? Because when you honor God with your finances, He will surely bless you. That is not the word of man. That is the word of God. And so when things are not going well in your favor, when there's always a spirit of poverty, ask yourself, are you honoring God with your finances? Number five, answered prayers. 1 Peter 3, 7, I like to talk to the husbands. Husbands, treat your wife so that nothing will hinder your prayers. Woo! You know, husbands, there's really one key that, you know, will release the answers to your prayer. Treat your wife well. Honor your wife. Amen, mga bana. Amen. Number six, promotion. Honor elevates you and dishonor brings you down. Lastly, number seven, honor. When you sow honor, you reap honor. 1 Samuel 2.30 says, Those who honor me, I will also honor. You see, the principle of honor is so powerful that it incites God to honor those who honor Him. Praise God. As we touch down, I just like to hammer in on this last discussion. And uh, these are the principles to ponder on the culture of honor. I like to give you six. Number one, honor is always two ways. Honor is two ways. In all relationships, honor is a mutual deal. It is a two-way street. It's delivered up. You honor those above you, your leaders, your superiors, your covering. You honor up. You honor down. You honor those under you, those under your fold, your subordinates, your team. And you honor up. You honor down and you honor all around you. That's how honor works. Here at Lighthouse, you know, we are practicing the culture of honor. 
And that is part of our DNA. And you know, if you've come here for some time, you notice that, you know, in the life group, every birthday must be celebrated. You know, unwritten code. Every birthday must be celebrated because every life must be honored. And you know, during birthdays, we cultivate that culture of honor that people give you gifts. They say nice things to you. They honor you with their words. They pray for you. They make you happy. And uh, yes, not everyone is, you know, perfect. They're flawed. They also have shortcomings. But we honor them on their birthday. And you know what gives us joy is that this culture of honor that we do uh, during birthdays has cascaded. You know, people start practicing them. They learn this in life group. They learn this here at Lighthouse. And then they learn to, they are now practicing it in their families. Meron na sila mga honoring words, prayer. And then they're practicing it in the office. They're practicing it in the school. They're practicing it in the business. So that's good. Amen. Then number two, let's go to point number two. Honor looks for the gold in the midst of the dirt. Honor looks for the gold in the midst of the dirt. Let me ask you a question. Are you looking for the gold or the dirt in the people around you? Kabalumo, tanang tao na amang lapok. Tananta, we all have dirt. We all have dirt in us. We've been stained and smeared with dirt. Tananta na ay lapok. Pero ayaw pangitaa ang lapok. Pangitaa ang gold sa lapok. People are flawed. People are imperfect. Nevertheless, we honor them because we look at the gold and not the dirt. I remember... 2016, during the election, I posted something on social media. You know, at the time, uh, kami, Pastor Latour and I, hindi kami mahilig mag-engage in politics. So we, we, we don't engage much in politics. We don't use the pulpit for politics. We use the pulpit for the sharing of the Word of God. But at that particular instant, you know, on social media, I made a post my Duterte story. Can we, can we show that? You know, I asked permission from my husband. Said, okay, go ahead. Because I felt that, you know, I had to do my share for nation transformation. Siyempre tayo, pusong Pinoy. Mahal natin ang Pilipinas. And so I posted on my personal wall, my Duterte story. And at the time, the mayor was the subject of so much hate. But I see him in a different light. Tinood bugoy. Nya wa puy preno ang baba, pero I see him tatay ko man siya gihapon. Tatay siya sa atong dakbayan. And at the time, you know, I made that post. Little did I know. Little did I know that the post would go viral. It went viral. There were other social media groups who catch it and posted it. And so, parang umabot ng 22, 23,000 shares in one social media group. There was one SOCMED group, number two siya, in one day. There was one uh, SOCMED group, 
All things Pinoy.com, can we show that? You know, they, they, they reposted it. I didn't even mention I was a pastor. I, I said, I just mentioned my name. I'm, I'm Leia Saavedra Badoy. I'm from Davao City, like that, something like that. And then they said, this pastor shares her unforgettable experience with Mayor Duterte. Must read. And so it went viral after that. I like to read an excerpt of my post. It says there, I know my mayor is far from perfect, but I choose to give grace. I choose to see the gold in the midst of the dirt. I am not blind. I am not a fanatic. I am not deceived. Certainly, I am not misled. My faith is in the sovereignty of our God, that he is able to use anyone, and that he is able to change the heart of kings and rulers. So after that, the election was over, President Duterte won. And me, I'm so low-tech, I did not know, and dami na palang nag-message. After that, there was pala a box where all the messages coming from people who are not your friends would come in. And then when I found out, when I opened that, wow, there was a deluge of messages bullying me, trash-talking me, bashing me for my post. I grab it. You know what? They were so mean. Some of them were really, some of the, the comments were below the belt. It's like people questioning my faith. You're a false pastor. What kind of a pastor are you? But the good thing is, I know my identity in the Lord. Babad ako sa love ni Lord and so it did not really hit hard. Hindi ko nga sinabi sa mga disciples ko kasi ayaw ko ng pabebe. I took it with a grain of salt. I forgave them and I move on. But it showed me what the world has become. Nagpost lang ko. Wala man ko nang away nila. I did not do anything wrong to them. But they were so mean. And the world culture has become so toxic. But listen, even when we live in a toxic world, we can still manifest honor. And that's what I did. When I made that post, I honored the man for the good he has done and not for the misconducts he has made. A culture of honor says, I will look for the gold in the people around me without focusing on the dirt. Come on. Number three, honor is most powerful where there is every reason for honor to be withheld. You know, in our human nature, it's easy to respect someone when they respect us. But if they don't respect us, then but you see, honor people when even when they don't deserve it and despite their inadequacies, this is tough but it can be done. In my experience, I believe some of the blessings that came my way was during the time I learned to honor people who have dishonored me. Ito, alam ko, may sinabi ka, alam ko, na-dishonor mo ako. Pero sige, i-bless pa rin kita. 
Itong, itong disciple ko na ito, grabe, magsipyat. Yun ay kabalo magsori itong una pa. Pero sige lang, tarungon gihapunta kagdala. Ito parang malisyoso. Ito parang, parang hindi maganda ang tabas ng dila. You can honor people who have dishonored you. Honor is most powerful when it is undeserved. I remember one time, si Pastor Latour, meron disciple, nagpabuyag. Bumalik na. Tapos, nung bumalik, nag-date sila. Doon ba naman niya dinala sa Marco Polo? At that time, when we have discipleship, yung budget namin, doon lang sa Cocos, sa food court, doon lang kami, grand menseng, pag-birthday na, or pang special-special, apo viewer. Pero sabi ko, uy, Marco Polo sila, sosyal, ang buluyagod, gibutal na lang naman inoon sa Marco Polo. And then, sabi ko kay Pastor Latan, ng Marco Polo, lagi kayo, Han, why man? And you know, he answered me, kindness is more powerful when it is undeserved. Number four, honor is not to be sought and abused. Unfortunately, some people have abused the idea of honor. They use it as a means to manipulate. And you know, listen to this. Honor is something that we give. It is not something that we demand. Honor does not mean complete agreement. Honor does not mean total compliance when leaders demand that they are out of line. Healthy honor is not about controlling others instead. It's about serving our constituents and adding value into their life. Number five, every sin in our life is linked to dishonor. And every blessing that we receive is connected to honor. You see, when we honor someone, we position ourselves to partake of the value and the significance that they carry. You receive the anointing of the person that you honor. You position yourself to receive favor from the Lord. Dishonor, on the other hand, can be very costly. Listen to this. Deuteronomy 27, 16. Cursed is he who dishonor his father or mother. First Chronicle 5, 1. Reuben lost his birthright because he dishonored his father. There is a consequence for dishonor. Listen. You can still, you can be opposed and still be respectful. You can disagree and still be honorable. You can still honor people you don't agree with. You can still be, treat people honorably even when they have been disrespectful and dishonoring. And the last point, number six. We just don't honor people because they are honorable. We honor them because we are honorable. Yes. The culture of honor does not depend on the conduct of other people. It is who we are. It is our DNA. It is who we are in Christ. Danny Silk said, honor is not what you get from others. It is what you give because of who you are. 
It's like saying, I'm not gonna allow how respectable you are to determine how respectful I am. I'm not gonna allow how honorable you are to determine how honoring I am. You see, when the kingdom of God is present in us, when we are filled with God, honorable behavior becomes natural to us. We give honor to men, not because they deserve it, but because we are honorable citizens of the kingdom of God. Whoa. We're about to touch down. You know, in my life, I also have a lot of technical fouls. You know, we're not always honoring. I'm also preaching to myself. Because you realize the many times you have dishonored your husband. You know, sometimes, una-una, mag-tubag, mag-una-una, decision. Sometimes, ma-dishonor ko rin anak ko. Sometimes, you raise your voice. Rude ka magsalita. And then, we also dishonor people around us. You know, Maka-comment ka na hindi maganda. Unsa man yung karsada, gibakbak na po. Grabe, reklamo na po. Reklamo ka sa mga protocol. Reklamo ka sa behavior, sa mga palibot. Kung servisyo, pabalik-balik. Sometimes, you know, you know, mahirap to always walk with an honoring heart but it can be done with the grace of God. And as, as soon as a realization comes, God gives us the grace to change, to make amends, and to do better. Are we ready to be a people of honor? You know, one of the key components of our leadership and discipleship pattern, Pastor Latour and I, practice in here at Lighthouse is the practice to honor and bless people under us. We intentionally sow in the lives of people. As the Lord enables us, as the Lord gives to us, we intentionally invest, pour out on the leaders, on the people under us. And you know, we give gifts to them, nice gifts. We release words of affirmation. We uh, treat them to nice restaurants. We bring them to nice resorts. We buy them plane tickets. We even give them international travel. We give them the experience of a lifetime. We spend, we invest, we sow on people that they may feel they are important and valued. It is a way of saying to them, they matter and they are worth it. We are adding value into their lives and you know, it has made incredible impact on them. Many of them have come away healed. Many of them have been motivated to serve God more. They've been empowered. We do all sorts of things. We look for opportunities to honor people. You know, you want that, I'll buy that for you. 
you, you, we, we try to make people happy serving the Lord. We try to keep them motivated serving the Lord. And you know, we, 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 in mission trips, we usually sponsor four or five people and bring them to Thailand with us. We pay for their tickets. And you know, we bring them to praise hills. We would cook for them, give them a wonderful time. Just find ways to honor people. One time, Pastor Latour was with a disciple and they were having lunch together. It was going to be his birthday. And you know, he recounted that, you know, he is already like in his 40s, 50s. And he recounted his, he's never experienced lechon in his birthday. He saw his brothers and sister had lechon, but he never had a lechon on his birthday. And so Pastor Latour said, okay, on your birthday, you order lechon. Here's We'll give you 3,000, you just add, <laughs> buy a lechon for your birthday. One time I had a disciple, she was going through treatment, and the treatment would cost 50,000 a month. And, you know, she's just praying for provision, and we said, okay, Pastor Latour and I will commit two months treatment. We'll commit 100,000 for you, for your treatment. Pero sabi ko, Today is December. Okay. Can we give it to you sometime February? Because, you know, we, were, we are expecting our share from the first fruit. So we like to bless you. We're just expecting the blessing to come and then we can give to you. Many other things. Many stories to tell, but no time to tell you. But those are just some of the few. Last, a few weeks ago, we treated the staff to Burakai. They were so blown away by the experience to go to Puraka, stay in a wonderful hotel. You see, yung budget ng church, ito lang. We would add and the same amount. If the budget of the church is 70000 okay, we'll give 80000 to add to that on our per from our personal pocket just so that they can have an experience of a lifetime. And some of these things comes from our own pocket. Many of these sowing and acts of honoring comes from our own pocket. But you see, listen to this. We want to break their mindset na hanggang dito ka lang. We want to treat them special. We want them to feel they are royalty. They are special. And you know, we want to treat them special. And it has resulted to people being amazed by the goodness of God. And many of them would testify. Many of these people would testify, Wow, I've never been treated this way. I've never felt this important. And they start to see themselves differently. That they have value and they matter to God. Sabi, first time ko nakapasok ng resort. First time ko nakasakay ng airplane. First time ko nakapinternational travel. And they're blown away by the magnitude of the importance that's been given to them. And they say, wala pag yun ko naka-experience, Ani. And some people receive healing because of those gestures of honor. Some of them were set free because of the gestures of honor. Some of them, you know, they grew in their faith. May na break na stronghold, may paradigm shift. The best thing is God is glorified. The best thing is they're inspired to serve the Lord. And the bonus is they too have also been inspired to bless and 
honor those under them. You see, honor is powerful. It has resulted to incredible impact in the lives of people. May I ask the worship team to come? It's time to walk in honor. It's time to see honor restored to the sons and the daughters of God. We need to be a people who intentionally practice honor in our family, our church, and communities. I like to end with this challenge. Romans 12:10. Love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Outdo one another in showing honor. What does outdo means? It means that you go beyond. It means that you surpass. It means that you exceed. Ibig sabihin, galingan mo pag-honor. Ibig sabihin, pagbutihan mo. Magpasiklaban kayo in honoring one another. And I'd like to challenge you, if you're in the life group, be the most encouraging, empowering, honoring person in your life group. Be the most encouraging, positive person in your family. Because this kind of culture honors God. This kind of culture brings heaven on earth. May I request everyone to please stand. In a little while, I'll ask Pastor Latour to come. As we end, let me ask you, what can you do today to show honor to someone who has blessed your life? How can you show honor to your family? Biological and spiritual. How can you show honor in the marketplace, in the workplace, in your business. And if you have been treated bad, dishonored by some people, how can you respond differently to those who's been bad to you? As you train yourself to become a person of honor, you will be honoring God. And more importantly, You'll find yourself in sweet fellowship with the source of all honor, God Himself. The charge for everyone today, outdo one another in showing honor. Imagine that if you can bring this culture of honor in your business, bring this culture of honor in your classroom, Bring this culture of honor in your workplace. Bring this culture of honor in your community. Bring this culture of honor in your family. I tell you, walang lukik, walang talo, panalo ka. And it's not yet too late to learn, to practice honor. It's not too late. We can begin today. Let's bow down our heads in prayer.
Come on, let's all pray. Let's respond to the Word of God. Come on, let's begin to pray. Let's respond to the Lord. Father in heaven, thank you for your message, Lord. Salamat, Gino, sa imong pulong. Salamat, Lord, sa pagtutlo sa moa, pag-remind sa moa, pag-encourage sa moa, pag-convict sa moa. Come on, respond to the Word of God. Lord, forgive me, God, for being so dishonorable, so critical, so jealous, so competitive sa mga uban. Lord, forgive me, God. Negative kayo ko, Lord. Forgive me, God. Come on, respond to the Word of God. Whatever you have heard, nag-historian ni Lord, say mo, come on, just begin to respond. Lord, forgive me, kay inay kayo ko magdaying sa uban, maghatag ko importansya sa uban. Lord, dali na kayo sa ako, Lord, magpuntan sa uban. Forgive me, Lord, God. Masailo ako, Gino. Forgive me, Lord. Come on, respond to the Word of God. Lord, I'm sorry, God. Today, I decide, Lord, I will honor my parents. I, I will honor my spiritual leaders, my pastors. I will honor those in government. I will honor those who are above me at work, at school, in business. God, I will honor. And Lord, those here who are considered to be low in society, I will honor them. Wherever I am, God, to restaurant, I'll treat the waiters right, the security guards right. Lord, I'll treat people right. Oh, God, help me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on, respond to the word of God. Lord, I want to honor you. I want to honor people, God. Tabagi ko gino, fill me with the power of the Holy Spirit para mabuhat na ko ni. Tabagi ko gino sa panalan ni Jesus. Come on, pray to the Lord. Continue to pray to the Lord. Even those joining us online, continue to respond. But right now, I want to ask those who have not surrendered their lives to God. Kundi mo na surrender ang buhay mo kay Lord. Tinatawag ka ni Lord sa Kanya para bumalik ka sa Kanya. You know, God honored you by sending His one and only Son, ang pinakapilinhot sa Gino. Ihatag niya to honor you so that He can lift you up, so that He can bring you to heaven instead of maimpirno ka madawat ni mong kinabuhi. And if you respond and say, God, I receive that love, that honoring, that valuing, and I want to respond to you. I give my life to you. I will honor you. I will submit to you. I will trust you. God will forgive your sins if you will submit your life to God. Come on, right now, respond to the Lord. Tell Him, God, I need you. Jesus, I trust you. Jesus, I will honor you. I will honor your honoring of me. I will submit to you. I will make you the Lord, the boss of my life. Ikaw na magdumala sa akong kinaboy. Ikaw na masunod sa akong kinaboy. Masailo ako gino. Forgive me, God. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, take over my life. Jesus, I trust in you. You're the one and only Savior. Religion cannot save me. Good works cannot save me. But you can save me, Jesus. Come into my life. Take over. I honor you. Be my Lord. Be my boss. Be my director, my owner, my manager. I surrender to you. I surrender. Come on, give your life to God. If you know you need to make that decision, do that right now. Talk to God. Lord, surrender. God, we give our lives to you. God, we thank you, God, that you are a God merciful and gracious. We receive your forgiveness now. Salamat, Lord. Salamat, Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you are blessed, changed, and encouraged. If you enjoy this podcast, please share and click the notification bell so you will be notified for every new upload. Lighthouse Christian Fellowship can now be your home church no matter where you live. Head over to our Facebook page or YouTube channel and stay connected online. God bless you. Until next time.